Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and this is the eighth installment in our twenty-one part series covering all the twenty-one new cardinals announced by Pope Francis during his Sunday Angelus on July 9th. The consistory will take place on Saturday, September thirtieth. A couple years ago. Father Rossi wasn't even a bishop. A couple months from now, he'll be made a cardinal. But let's start at the beginning. Angel Sixto Rossi was born on August 11, 1958, in Córdoba, Argentina. He has two older siblings, a brother and a sister. Like many of the folks we talk about, he discerned his vocation fairly early, entering the Jesuit novitiate while still a teen. Jesuits tend to get a lot of training, which is a reality often overlooked due to stereotyping. And stereotyping religious orders is very much a thing. Anyways, it was a full ten years before Angle emerged as a fully formed Jesuit priest. (laughs) Just kidding. Yes, it took more than a decade for him to be ordained, but it was another eight years before he took his final vows as a member of the Society of Jesus, which, yeah, is where the SJ at the end of his name comes from. Just remember, in the end, he's a Jesuit. Religious orders are much better known by their nicknames. Outside official documents, their full names are best kept as fodder for a Jeopardy category. As of his final vows, Father Rousey had spent nearly half his life in formation. But it was time well spent if he did want to end up where he's going, as he was now both a Jesuit and an Argentinian, Pope Francis's favorite combination. For the record, The Jesuit Pope himself took, quote-unquote, only a little over 15 years to complete his own formation as a Jesuit priest. It's not just the general categories that remind me of Pope Francis here, either. Much of Father Rousey's ministerial focus has been on aiding the poor, setting up not only a shelter called St. Joseph's Home, but also establishing a whole foundation that serves the poor in ten Argentine cities called Open Hands, or Manos abiertas, because it turns out they speak Spanish in Argentina. Much to the Cardinal-elect's credit, when I went looking for a mention of him on the Manos abiertas site, I couldn't find one, so I won't be linking it, since I'm not absolutely certain I've dug up the right one, though I'm pretty sure I did, and he just doesn't happen to be emphasized in the work. Which is cool. Nevertheless, Pope Francis seems to have noticed what Father Rousey was up to, because he plucked him from his emerging role in Argentina's Jesuit leadership, and called him to become the Archbishop of Córdoba, conveniently Rousey's hometown, if you'll recall. Now, one particular nuance of Jesuit discipline is that you aren't supposed to seek higher office in the church. Being a Jesuit himself, Pope Francis is certainly aware of this, having twice declined his own appointments to bishoprics until he got a letter from the superior of the Jesuit order saying he could accept. Of course, our source for this is Pope Francis himself, so you might take it with a grain of salt, but for comedic purposes I'm nevertheless imagining that the letter appointing Father Rousey as Archbishop was accompanied by another letter emphasizing that he was being ordered to accept the appointment. If all of this has you thinking the Jesuits are up to something, well, historically, you're not alone in thinking that, as the Society of Jesus has been at the heart of various conspiracies from the very beginning of the order, and were even suppressed for a while 
carrying on outside Rome's reach during that suppression break because Tsar of Russia Catherine the Great happened to take a liking to them. Come to think of it, I'm not really sure how that period worked, considering another thing the Jesuits do famously is take a specific vow of obedience to the Pope. And it was the Pope who had suppressed the Jesuit order. Then again, the Jesuits are also famous for creatively arranging things to reach the conclusions they want to reach. And, well, now, looks like I've used up all my time mostly going on about the Jesuits, who, by the way, also ran South America for a while and were the inspiration for the Jedi. Anyways, it's fair enough because they are fun to talk about, and it gives me the opportunity to note that back when Pope Francis was elected, I gave the most accurate prediction I think I've ever given, based solely on knowing that he was a South American Jesuit. Namely, that his papacy would have an emphasis on social justice and the poor. In that light, it's not too hard to see what Pope Francis sees in Archbishop Rousey. Once he is officially elevated, Cardinal Rousey will be able to vote in future conclaves until he turns 80 in 2038. That's enough for today. There's plenty more to discuss about the Cardinal-elect, and we may well get another longer format episode on him down the line, as this episode is part of Cardinal Numbers, our ongoing series where we discuss and eventually rate and rank all the Cardinals of the Catholic Church. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.